I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, hello. Can you hear me now? Let's try this again. Uh, Having some technical uh, difficulties this morning. Not really sure what's going on. Though judging from my (laughs) Friday funny video in the group today, you would think I'm always having some technical difficulties um, I hope that you found uh, some joy in that. The team put together um, just a little fun clip. They've been going through the last 20 programs. I, I hope your takeaway is I live by the progress over perfection rule. If I was waiting until I was ready <laughs> to do anything, I wouldn't have done nothing at this point. Um you know, also, I was watching that video. Um, first of all, that was some bad hair and some bad Botox at times. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eyebrows were all like, what was I even thinking? Um, you know, there were days, and there still are days where you can tell those weren't my best days. If you haven't seen it, there's a 20th group clip today uh, with me kind of waking up when I used to do my lives. I mean, I was still doing my lives. Half the time I didn't know what day it was. And then and then forgive me for that because I didn't know what day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because I went by days in the group. So I knew what day it was in the group. Like today is day 68, but I couldn't tell you what day of the week it was. Um, and you can tell I was like a bit of a hot mess. I still am. And I just show up every day. And, you know, some days I'm a rock star. Other days I'm a hot mess. And, you know, that's how it is. And slowly but surely, I managed to get a lot of shit done. Just like you. You're going to think that, oh, my God, am I ever going to get there? Am I ever going to get this done? You know, some days you might feel like it's just not coming together. And the next day you're just like, oh, my God, I'm getting it. And things are happening. It's kind of very just similar to what happens on any type of journey when you're reaching any kind of goal. It's Friday. Uh, Hit me up with your questions. Um, I just commented on Dr. B's post from the other day thinking it was today. Yeah, right? (laughs) That's okay. It means we're in the moment. We're here for it. All that matters. It doesn't matter what day it is. It just just matters that we're showing up today. That's all that matters. Uh, I always go to work and when no one shows up, I know it's Saturday. (laughs) Oh, thanks. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. I love that so much. Okay, so it's fr- it is Friday. <laughs> it's Friday in the group, which means uh, we're rolling into yet another weekend. Um, first of all, let's just like give ourselves a round of applause for still being here. Uh, week nine, uh, winding down week nine. Although we're not done, another couple days left. And then next week's really cool because we're going to repeat the tweak this week, and then we're going to also introduce back on track, which is very timely. Uh, not just where we're at in the program, but given the holiday season. So back on track, you might if you're a new member, you might have heard a lot of our returning members talk about back on track. It refers to the original few weeks of the program, um, the basic food plan, because your body's just, you're just so used to that, so familiar with it, that whenever you get off track, find yourself indulging or whatever, you're going to implement a few days of back on track in order to, until you feel like you're back on track. And then you're going to pick up wherever you left off in the program and get rolling again. It's a technique not only that you can use moving forward in the program, but also once you've lost your weight and you're in maintenance, your chances are you're going to continue to indulge here or there. And rather than indulging and then punishing yourself by starving and depriving yourself for the next few days afterwards, you're just going to get back on track. And so if you go back to that original food plan, the rhyme and the reason behind it, um, the fact that it was stimulating your digestive system, giving your body what it needs and whatnot, it's very effective for helping your body get rid of any backlog of food. And that's what happens when you indulge and your weight is up and you feel kind of bloated and gross, high salt, lack of, you know, you, you know, dehydrated, just, you know, off foods, whatever, stress, that type of thing. Because when you tend to indulge, you also don't sleep great and whatnot. And then, so that gives your body what it needs, stimulates your digestive system, and then gives the body an opportunity to just get rid of any backlog of food because that's really what's happening and get yourself back on track. So make sure you pop into the group on Sunday, uh, read over those guidelines and then let us know if you have any questions about that. Uh, next couple of weeks, we're going to start talking maintenance. Like, holy shit, next week is week 10. Did I, I, 
told you the last few weeks of the program are going to fly by. It's also where the magic happens. So don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep doing all the things that you need to do, especially if you're concerned about the holiday season because you think you're going to be indulging here and there. You're not going to gain weight by indulging here or there. So keep it together where you can, when you can. And it's going to make a big difference. At this point, you're going to hear people who indulged on the weekend. Well, we've already heard them indulge on the weekend and the scale is down come Monday. That's because all of your hard work that you've put into this in the last few months is adding up and making a big difference. And your body doesn't want this fat any more than you do. So it's just a matter of giving it the opportunity to for it to release that fat. So keep doing the things that you need to do. Also double down on those four questions, double down on maximizing, um, finish the program stronger than you started. That That's my goal for you. That's my goal for you. Um, what's happening? It's too fast. Uh, I think you're speeding up time. <laughs> right? I know. It's amazing. Um, okay, let's get into see where you guys are at. Uh, I hit my goal for this round. Oh, amazing. Uh, hi, Andrea. That's awesome. Don't stop believing. Oh, you guys, you guys heard me on that video today. I, I can't sing. I can't sing. Non-scale victory. I was eating breakfast and had what I'd normally, uh, take, and halfway through, I was thinking, hmm, I'm feeling a little full and not enjoying this anymore. So instead of just finishing it because it was a normal size, I put it in the fridge. So I love that, right? I mean, this is why you want to make sure you're still doubling down on those four questions. But I love that I was eating breakfast, how would I normally would take? And halfway through, I was thinking, hmm, feeling a little full, not enjoying this anymore. I love that that just came to you without having to ask. I mean, still keep asking those four questions. And the reason why, once you're done losing your weight and you reach your goal, you want your body to tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. You don't, you don't want to have to even think about it because your body's just letting you know. And you're, you'll, all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, I don't want any more of this. And then it'll feel weird to actually force yourself to eat it. You'll, you'll, it will be not enjoyable. I find this especially with eggs. Like once you're full on eggs or satisfied, I should say on eggs, like you're done. I can't like just uh, eggs are one thing I just cannot keep shoving in. So I love this, right? I love this. So instead of finishing it because it was a normal size, I put it in the fridge. Yeah. And you have to normalize that. That's why we went through that food waste issue thing, you know, that we started to deal with in week three with, with mindfulness and especially in week four with downsizing is because that's a, that's a big reason why you want to conquer that food waste issue because you want to normalize leaving food on your plate. And I think putting it away in a takeout, whatever, takeout Tupperware container or whatever, and putting it back in your fridge, even if you don't end up eating it. Obviously, you can put it into the green bin or whatever, but at least you know in your mind it's there and you can finish it if you if you want to or need to later, right? So that's a huge massive win. That's with all of this, you're doing all of these things, you're creating new habits that are going to support the new lifestyle you live. I'm always mindful of that because I don't want to make it seem like this this whole arduous lifestyle in order to be healthy, right? But when we reflect back on where you were before, chances are you didn't feel great. Physically, mentally, probably didn't feel your best. And so what you're doing is giving the body the resources, obviously, and the time, and the platform, and the attention for it to release this fat that it no longer serves a purpose. But you're also creating new habits. You're replacing old ones that no longer serve you and with new ones, right? That are like, are allowing you to live your best life. Like everyone's after their best life. And that's what you're, you're, you're designing your best life right now. But every day you wake up and you're still alive is your best life legit. But it's all about sort of creating these new habits. And then, and then all these things are like second nature, when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat. Like I'm not waking up every day and being like, what am I going to eat today? And, you know, asking the four questions and any of that stuff. Like if I'm hungry, I'll go to the fridge and very quickly, I'll just be like, what do I want? Do I want like, do I want protein, carbs? Like, do I want eggs? Do I want fruit? Do I want whatever? Like it happens so fast, faster than I could even verbalize it. And that's just because I'm in the habit of listening to my body and being in tune with it, with its needs. Same thing with eating foods. So I will, I, I'll, I'll go to a restaurant. I don't plan the, what I'm going to eat unless like, 
unless it's like a nice restaurant and I, I want trying to plan all the good things I want to eat. But I do it by how I'm feeling. So like I, I get there and I'm not looking at what's healthy or the calories on the you know menu or whatever that I'm looking like, what do I want to eat here? You know, what it, well, I'm out for dinner, what do I want want to enjoy? And then I'm enjoying it. And then I will get to a point where I will know I'm done eating. Like I'll just sit back, put my utensils down, take a deep breath and be like, Ah, and then sometimes I'm like, oh shit, this this is so good. I want to keep eating it, but I know that if I keep eating, I'm gonna walk away feeling full. I'm gonna walk away feeling uncomfortably full. Now, sometimes I make the choice. Sometimes I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat so good, I'm eating it, and then I know I'm walking away feeling full. So then, because I know I'm making a choice to eat it, and I know I'm gonna walk away full, I therefore then don't berate myself afterwards. Uh, and sometimes if I do, I remind myself, okay, this that was good. Hashtag worth it, you know. <laughs> like you suffer the consequences, honey, you know, and try to put like a, a positive spin on it, you know. And that's what my point is. That's why you're doing a lot of this work is to make it second nature, not just while you're losing, but for when you're. Dead and losing to be able to easily sustain and maintain your weight because you're so in tune to your body's needs. I see some of these uh, questions. Been neglecting the plan and slacking this round, but with minimal fluctuation. Yeah. The beauty of this plan is the good habits keep weight gain from returning. Yes. First plan ever that that had been like. That's it. So some of you I know are bombed. This is the reality of 31,000 people that you didn't lose the weight that you wanted. There's still time. First of all, don't stop. Keep going. Um, but also you didn't gain weight when life got chaotic. You didn't gain weight when life got stressful. You didn't gain weight, right? And for some of you, that's a huge, massive win. That's a huge, massive win. Or maybe you're able to lose some weight and you've been trying to lose for however many years and you couldn't lose any weight. So the fact that your body's willing to go there is so huge. And it's just about building on that and building on that and building on that. I, I do suggest that you go back in hindsight now and review that very first Science Saturday post. And it's all about set point theory, which is the base of your body gets stuck functioning at one weight. And it feels like it, it they can adjust everything around that weight. And a lot of that is tied into the starving and depriving and the, the neglecting that we put into our body. So our body's trying to keep you alive and survive. So it's very protective. And that's why it's feeling that need to store fat, especially if you've lost so many times, right? By starving and depriving and whatnot. But your body doesn't want that fat. In that in that post, it also talks about all the detriments of storing excess fat. And I don't put those in there to point out that, you know, you're unhealthy or this is happening or that happening. It's just that your body really doesn't want the fat any more than you do. It's just that the body is focused on so many other things that unless you specifically help it focus on fat loss and you do it in a healthy way that's sustainable, you allow the body to release fat and then you allow the body to adjust to that fat right or address for some of you so many issues years and years and years of starving and depriving it's like if you I don't know you're learning to trust someone again like your body has to rewire how it's learned to function and that's the thing about insulin so the thing about insulin is insulin it it, it kind of is the messaging system for your body to decide what it's doing with the food that you're eating is it using it for energy? Is it storing it as fat? Is it just deciding it doesn't need it and you're releasing it and whatnot, right? And so this your body learns to function based on past behavior. And some of our past behaviors have taught our bodies that we're starving half the time, right? So it's felt this need to store this excess fat. So you're starving it and then your stress levels are chaotic and through the roof. Then you add like sleep issues on that. And so your body learns to survive on its own because a lot of us are so disconnected that we're not paying attention to it. And so you can completely rewire your body and your brain. It just takes time. And for some people, it's taking a little bit longer than others, but there's no way around that. You have to go through that in order to get to the other side of that. And so this is what I'm saying. Keep going. Keep going. For many of you, you're going to reach your goal by the time uh, New Year rolls around. That's pretty cool. For so many of you, you won't have to start new weight loss goals because you're already going to be well on your way. By the time you're done this program, I want you to feel super confident in next steps. Whether you are coming back with us again in January or you're going to go in on your own, I want you leaving this group feeling so super confident that you can reach your goals. All right, let's get into more of those questions, see where you guys are at. Yesterday, I hit my first original goal, clo uh, getting close to goal number two, of course, 0.6 today, because that's what my body does. Yeah. <laughs> it likes to frustrate us for sure. For sure. 
Uh, I would normally have my still cut oats in the morning. Should I remove it totally this week or can I still have it? Okay, that's what this week is all about. What you would normally do versus what's going to give you the most bang for your buck, right? So like three months is a long time. So many of you are talking about, I've never done a program this long before, but if you're still here, yay. So you want to fall out of what you normally do. For this, while you're focused, while you're following this 91 days and you are making this attempt to, to reach a certain goal, which is to help your body release as much fat as possible. And this is why I have an issue kind of people calling this a lifestyle because what we're doing today, what we've done in the last few weeks is not what you want to do for the rest of your life. We're going to teach you kind of how to eat in tune to your body's needs over the next few weeks. So, so, so you have to be mindful of falling into what we like, what we love, what we normally do. Now, um, nothing wrong with your still cut oats, but it's, it's, unless you're, what you want to make sure you're also doing is maybe adding some nuts and some seeds, maybe some Greek yogurt in there. Like you want to be bumping up the protein content of it. So although oats do have protein, yes, they also have carbs in them as well. And so this is where you want to go higher on the protein. So you want to really utilize things to help you do that. So, so yes, you can still have it. Is that like, is an egg better? Is straight up just protein better? Absolutely. Especially for this week and this tweak. You can't beat that. Um, you, eggs over oatmeal any day, hands down for sure, is a much better choice. For lots of reasons, people can't eat eggs. They don't like eggs. And whenever eggs aren't the only choice, what I would do, honestly, is take a look at... Um, Take a look at the proteins, carbs, and fats post that we, I think we reposted it at the beginning of week nine, or you could just go into the group and search protein, carbs, and fats, or uh, into the, into the app as well. Easy to find it in the app. Um, and it'll pull up all the different types of proteins on program and plan. So you can look to that to how to bump up um, your, your, your oats that you're having. So steel cut is definitely better than your regular, you know, instant kind of oats for sure. But you just want to think what's most bang for your buck um, with the program. Good morning. I'm wondering if I'm getting the proportion of protein veg right at dinner uh, for this week's tweak. Are there dinner recipes that are geared to this week? No, we don't. We So we don't really do. I am totally against everybody eating this, making this recipe and making this much of it and eating that much, right? Like, so what? There would be no recipe for that because like you could be six foot three and someone else is four foot two, right? Like it's just, it's, and and you can be six, four foot two and need more than someone who's six three on any given day. And that's what you really want to get in tune with the fact that our body's needs change every single day. And this is what I have a real issue with people who keep throwing out numbers for a certain amount of protein. You Protein is really overrated. You just have to make sure that you're getting enough protein. Because what happens is, is that people get into, you know, bagels and toast for breakfast with avocado, which is great, but there's not a lot of protein in an avocado, you know, and then they'll maybe have fruit for, for snack with, you know, yogurt. And so they'll have a little bit of protein in there. And then maybe they'll have a Caesar salad. And, you know, like a lot of times people are not getting enough protein because they're their diets are really kind of carb-based or processed food-based. And so you have to think like when people are talking about making sure you're getting enough protein in your diet, they're not talking about people following the Libby method. That's the problem. They're taking very typical diets that people do. They're talking about the way people typically eat, which is not making an effort to get protein in the morning and add protein to your to your dinner or your lunch, wherever we're at. To add this like veggie snack, for example, is not just veg snack. You can add a, a hummus dip to that. You can add avocado to that. You can add cheese to that, which has like protein and fat, you know, in it as well. Um, so when you hear things from the outside world of things that you should do, you are already doing them on the living method. That's why the, 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 you're already doing them. Do you know what I mean? Like people are not just living a life where they're out there being in tune like this when it comes to what they're eating and when, whether they're trying to lose weight or not at the end of the day. So when people are trying to lose weight, 
the, the, the thought process is you are doing that by doing a very calorie restricted diet where you're not really worried about what you are eating. You are just worried about the numbers of stuff that you are eating. And this has sort of started a dialogue a few years back where, where it's not just calories. It's where you are getting those calories from that make a big difference. So a lot of what you're hearing, oh, you got to make sure you get a certain amount of protein and whatever is just that, you know, it's from that. We're assuming that you're doing, most people are doing listen the diet industry a kajillion dollar business most you know most people following those diets are starving and depriving they're calorie restricting right so that's why it's not about the amount of food that you eat it's about the nutrient value of the foods that you're eating how would you know so you're adding protein at breakfast protein with your morning snack protein at lunch protein for your afternoon snack and protein at dinner so it's not how much protein you need i think the average person needs something like a pound a pound and a half of cooked meat protein a week. That's it. Like for their total protein intake, that's not adding in the protein that's also in other things as well. So chances are just by following the program and eating in tune to your body's needs, you're you're eating enough. Now, if you're craving a steak, like I mean, could be that your iron levels are low or your whatever, but you know, you know when you crave a steak, like you're like, I need a steak, you know, um, that would be the same with protein as well. I don't know if you've ever done a vegan diet or tried it. And then a lot of times what happens when people try to go meatless is they end up eating just a lot of extra carbs and not getting enough protein in. I'm always surprised at the number of people who choose not to eat meat, which is totally fine. I don't, I don't eat it. Don't eat it. Some people do really well. Some people don't for whatever reason you eat it or don't eat it. Um, that, that people are not aware of all the amazing protein sources that are out there. So that's also factoring into this, right? If you don't eat meat, then and, you know, you're not getting the amount of protein. I have so many people who will reach out and say, can I do your program if I'm vegetarian or vegan or whatever? I'm like, why couldn't you? Because there's a lot of diets out there that say if you don't eat, you know, your meat or whatever, you can't do this because you're not going to get enough protein. Most of them are based on keto, right? So some people need more than others, but it's all about you don't need to count to, here's the bottom line on this. You do not need to count to know how much protein you need. It's all about, am I feeling satisfied? Satisfied isn't just not full. Satisfied is like, am I feeling satisfied from the foods that I'm eating? Like, for example, if every day you're just making a salad with a hunk of chicken on it, is that making you feel satisfied? Right. And, and so put the, put the nuts and the seeds and the avocados and the good oils and the veggies and the cheese and whatnot in that. Right. Or is it like, are you forcing yourself to eat a salad every day when you want chili? I want chili. You know, I want something hearty. I want something warm. I want fatty meats and soups and stews and whatnot. So satisfied isn't just like how much you're eating. It's also like how satisfied you are feeling from the foods that you are actually eating. So that's what you want to get into. Like, I know when I want protein. I fucking know when I want protein. I I know. Not just when I crave a steak. Like I I will be like, like last me, last night we had a uh, oxtail. Like I just... I had I had a ton of it and salad because I just wanted protein. And if I had just had a salad for dinner, I would have just been like, this is not doing it for me. So that's where you want to get to. That's where you want to get to. So so the takeaway here is trust that when following the food plan and eating to satisfaction and putting your meals together with the components that we're suggesting, you are getting more than enough protein for your needs because eating more protein is not going to help you. Um, and also this is, you're also in a world where they like protein bars and balls and shakes and supplements, that's a huge, massive industry. So they're trying to, trying to tell you that you need these things. You don't need those things. You don't, you don't need them. You don't. So, so you have to kind of figure out how much you need. Some people do really well and like they just love meat and proteins. And some people are like, nah, that doesn't really work for my system, whatever. Right. So it's a matter of just figuring out the right balance for you. So satisfied in terms of portions when you eat and then satisfied in terms of how you are feeling. Ask yourself, do I need more protein? Ask yourself. So you have the ability right now today, because you've been practicing this, to sit in front of your food and be like, is this satisfying to me? I have, we know someone said brown lentils. I love lentils. So it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be like meat, right? Like whatever it is, your beans, your lentils, your tofu. Like think about eating your food. Think about eating like, um, I don't know, your fish and your, or look at your plate 
and take the protein away and be like, how would I feel if I don't eat the protein? Oh, very unsatisfied. Put the protein back in, right? Or how would I, how do I feel with this protein in here? Ask yourself, not in your head, in your belly, how you feel. Do I need more protein? So think about this too. Like when you were eating before, because there's a certain amount of just trust. When you were eating before, you were trying to lose weight, unless you've been trying to lose weight forever. Did you, when you went back for seconds, like chances are you're instinctually going back for more meat, more veggies, more salad, right? You're more likely to put the things on your plate that your body is more interested in. And then people are always like, like downsizing, for example, well, should I leave a little bit of everything? What if I leave too much protein? What if I leave too much carbs? Like, what should I do here? Well, that's kind of overthinking it because chances are you're trusting your body instinctually to eat what is most appealing to it. And that's your body isn't going to want you to eat chocolate bars and all those things. It's not really what it's not. That's not what I mean by trusting my body's if I trust my body's going to tell me eat garbage. No, it won't really get out of your head. That's a want, not a need, but your body really knows. So that's where I would challenge you to get really in tune to that. Um, I mean, you can count your protein if you want, but that's really just really outside of yourself. And you want to just really be in tune with, with making sure that you're satisfied with the amounts of protein that you are eating. That was a great question. I love that question. Such a great question. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even though it's been a bit of a struggle due to body pain from injury, I'm here longer than the last two programs here to the end. I love so many of you. I hear this because, again, back to that video that's posted in the group today, like there's days I am still in my pajamas at two o'clock and not because like, you know, it's a pajama kind of day because I just can't get my fucking shit together and I got to do what I got to do. So there I am, you know, whatever, whatever it is. And, you know, this is how it is with the, the program in entirety. This program is so involved. There's so much, the $75 really fucks you up because honestly, for 75 bucks, you have nothing to lose. This is why this program is like, come on for what you get. The, 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 the base of the program, like the actual program itself is gold, the support, the gas, like all of that, you know what I mean? But that doesn't mean that it's it, there. There's so much to it that sometimes it brings up a lot of feels and just life is making it very difficult. And I have so much mad respect and love for every person that I hear that, oh, I did the first program and then I didn't follow through or I didn't do the two programs and I didn't follow through. We have a program specialist who did like six by the time she finally like got it. And of course she crushed it. She's amazing. Kim, our group manager who I do the tweak this week, every week did her first program, lost 13 pounds in the first three weeks and bailed. Can you imagine being down 13 pounds in three weeks and then bailing? And you know, and then her story goes on from there. So what it means is you haven't given up on yourself. And I love that you keep coming back to lose weight in the right way. There's so much working against us, your mentality of all the other diets that you've done, the working against what everybody else thinks and has to say about what you're doing, the constant bombardment of the quick fix, the promise of the quick fix of the promised land. Meanwhile, like you're sludging through the desert trying to get there and doing all this hard work. There's so much going against you to set you up for failure in doing our program. So this is why I have so much mad respect because also I've talked to so many people and heard thousands of stories of people who persevered and they reached their goals and every now and then they check in oh, I've been maintaining my weight for four years three years two years when clients I've helped a long time ago how are you doing oh my god Gina like I've been maintaining my weight for 20 years now I'm good stop asking me <laughs> you know and I had so much mad respect I was counting up the lives 
I've done. Um, I was counting up the number of lives I through the groups, and I figure I'm about 2,880 conservatively. 2,880 Facebook lives I have done conservatively conservatively because there was a time where I was doing nine o'clocks 12 o'clocks 7 p.m's and then guest segments so I was doing up to four a day so I did real conservative count 2,880 lives (laughs) so the, the team and making that video said that there was hundreds of clips that they could have used but didn't. I'm thinking that's still a good ratio of a few hundred off days compared to 2,880 days. It's not so bad. That's not so bad. That's not so bad. Good morning. Working hard to get to the goal. Wait for this session. Uh, Gina really cutting out this morning. Oh, am I having some issues? I had some issues getting on today. I don't know what was going on. Okay, let me talk about First of all, thank you guys for your patience for our app. Um, the app hadn't been working yesterday and the day before. So that was not our app. <laughs> Thank goodness. That was actually a Google thing. That was a Google, what was it? Google Firewall, Firebase, Firebase something. It I don't know. It holds the data in our app. So it was Google. So that was Google's fault. So everyone can send their mad emails to Google. <laughs> Couple of takeaways from that. We have the most amazing supportive community. Thank you for your patience. The other is like you guys are loving the app, which I actually am loving the fact that you guys feel a little lost without the app because that means you're using the app. So yay with that. Um, and then Facebook. Facebook can be glitchy too. Like Facebook is just like the thorn in my side. Facebook is like, in one sense, I love Facebook because it's brought thousands of us together. Uh, and in another, I'm just like, oh, Facebook. Um, I kind of use it as a Facebook has taught me a lot of patience. That's for sure. But I just I do want to say thank you for putting up with all of our glitches and our stuff. I mean, you know, even with them, the program is still fucking amazing. But um, but I know it can be maddening sometimes. (laughs) Hi, Dave Stewart. I think this is why I love feeding the metabolism the most. So many times I realize I have no interest in the second half of the meal. Such an eye opener. Yeah. And it's a different way of being able to realize that without that the dealing with the not having enough or starving or deprived or my gosh, because you get to make that choice knowing that you have that coming, right? I'm a techie. I love the app. Yeah, we're we're still so we're 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 constantly still working. It's still evolving. We're still working on the app. We have a whole team working on it full time. Our app. There's so many things that we want to do with the app, um, which reminds me that someone was talking about having more options for feelings. For um, I'm talking to Tony, but he's not listening. For more options for the reflections in terms of how people are feeling, because some people are feeling like sad and also happy at the same time. So they should be able to choose more than one and 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 add their own or make notes of their feelings. I meant to tell you that. Um, so we are taking note of some of the suggestions you guys are giving us with the app. We, like I want to. I want to do a place for supplements. I want to do a place eventually for measurements. I want to do um, I want to do a period tracker even in there because I think that would be really cool because if you can track sort of your weight going up when your cycle hits and stuff like that. So um, the, 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 the thing about it is, is how do we add that in without making the app super complicated? Because one of the things I don't want you doing is spending hours tracking this and tracking that, you know, like those calorie counting apps. Oh my God, I, I did so many. I used to do that with clients. Oh my God, I used to do this with clients where I would put in their food at the program and they would tell me what they eat and I'd have to like add in every little thing. Oh my God, so much time wasted and lost. Um, I should talk about how I did that. So much time wasted and lost trying to track calories. And that's when I sort of realized you didn't really need to do that at the end of the day. Like if we just stopped doing that because I was teaching people to be in tune. I was teaching them all of this on top of calorie counting as well. And what I realized is you don't need calorie counting. It just So it's not like I've just dismissed calorie counting. I just realized it doesn't factor in for your changing hunger levels. You know when your body needs more. You know when your body needs less. And then I'd have clients be like, I'm trying to eat that certain amount. Today, I'm actually just not hungry for it. And I'm like, okay. And then other days they would need more and not feel satisfied. I'm like, well, that's not good. And so we did, I, I did calorie counting for a really, really long time. What a fucking waste of my life that was. Except coming to the point that I realized you didn't actually need to do that. Uh, 
Happy Friday. Non-scale victory for me today is being behind the group for the first time in three rounds and finding that I can still do it. Heck yeah, you can. I didn't lose all the motivation like I thought I would, and I actually find there was less pressure here. Love that I can still pop into the real lives and say hi. Yes, I love this. Yes, no one knows where you are in the program except you. You still get the same support. You get, If anything, you get to see the, the conversation coming down the pipeline, you know? Um, I think there are benefits to falling behind, falling behind and following behind in the group for sure. That's why I also love the app is that you can just be in your own little wor- world where you can just follow on the app. And then just, you know, if you want to click into the Facebook group, it takes you right to that post. You can still ask all the questions you want on it. You can listen to that day's check-in. You can listen to that day's live if you want, or you can come in. And obviously, there's nothing like the vibe of a real-time live for sure. Um, I, I totally get that whole vibe. But yeah, I, I love this. I love this because, I mean, even with our app, what we're trying to do is create an app that, so a lot of people are not into Facebook and they don't necessarily need the community, although I think community is a big part of success for a lot of people. And so with our app, we're trying to create an app where you can do the program whenever you want at any time. And also super cool. So you can hook up with friends and do it or whatever. And so you don't have to start on a, you know, in the fall, winter or spring. I mean, the groups are definitely an offering that I absolutely love. There's nothing like community and that support. But there's a lot of people who are just want to use the app. They, they're following Noom. They're following Weight Watchers. They're kind of doing it on their own. And that's all they need. And so we are working on an app that people can use whenever they like. And so there'll be like a whole resource of, you know, lives that are more, you know, generic and, you know, um, added according to the day or whatever so there won't be that kind of a live live component but there to me there's nothing like the lives and watching the lives lives I love the lives I love well I'm always here live so Was your love? I used to do a 7 p.m live I'm I love I'm it was my favorite live I I am it was my favorite live, but the reason why I stopped doing it was because um, I was missing out on some major time with my kids because my kids were kind of their teens and um, I'd always be working and miss dinner time and whatnot. And uh, that, you know, that time after dinner with your family and stuff, and I was really missing that. And I've given up already so much to grow my business uh, in regards to my kids. And I'm so now in hindsight, I'm so happy that I did. Um, but I love the 7 p.m. lives. There was something like, just bonding about it I think it was just all of us at the end of the day like half the time I was drunk I'd have a glass of wine and be like drinking my wine (laughs) not drunk but a little bit you know um at the end of the day to have like a whatever kind of day we'd have and we just kind of all like sat down and had a good laugh and then what was happening in the lives is like no one was actually listening to me everyone was just chatting within themselves during these lives so it was really just a place to bring the community together at the end of the day which is really cool I miss those lives every now and then I think about bringing them back which I'm I'm Right, because you know my kids are getting older um you know they're they're getting older my son is not home half the time and my other one is just like not interested in hanging out and whatever so maybe I'll maybe I'll bring some of those lives back but it's that sense of community you know it's a sense of community you're right about momentum of your efforts I indulged at ants and still lost weight I was happily surprised yes that momentum is strong and it's not just the momentum during the week where you indulge on the weekend and you get up on Monday and your weight is down it's the momentum of the whole program it's the momentum of the whole program at this point where we are at which you want to ride that wave and capitalize on right like feel that energy just like you're doing great through the week and yes you indulge on the weekend and then you still get on that scale monday and your weight is down that's happening because of all the hard work you've done so reflect on the whole program at that point and think of that momentum that big massive wave you know that you're riding at this point and that's where you should be you should be pretty calm cool collected with what you need to do yes we've made some minor tweaks and changes to the program but you got this you have tools and skills where you are at in this program right now that you didn't have you weren't as in tune you didn't necessarily know what your body needed you know you are in that you've established the habits and the routines above and beyond the food plan this is why like really recognize that you've done a lot even if you've half-assed this program we set the bar so high that you have done so much at this point to capitalize on that you know sometimes it's that mentality of it gets harder as you go those last five pounds are hard to lose that is not how it is on this program the last five pounds can be hard to lose because you know you can do it 
you know you can get back on track you you know what I mean like you're just like I'm not as diligent you're whatever but it's not the same as those five pounds being hard to lose like you know when you do those other diets it's because you have to eat even less exercise even more you have to starve yourself starve it off deprive yourself all of it right that's that's the difference there um someone's talking about how their toes are skinnier yeah some of you are going to need some new shoes <laughs> we have tanya so tanya um uh tanya uh from yeah yeah so tanya we feature some of you guys may know her from our last group or spill the tea conversation um we just had her on uh, in our maintenance group talking about um, fashion and clothes when your body has changed and really about kind of really getting in tune with who you are now. Anyway, she's going to join us in the next couple of weeks and we're going to do a fun segment with her about, you know, trying to extend the life of your clothing when you're trying to lose weight because it can be really expensive. Um, also, you know, everyone loves the thought of having a new wardrobe when they lose weight. Oh, I can't wait. I don't know how many people said, oh, I, I can't wait to have a new wardrobe. And then when they actually lose the weight, they're like, shit. I have like a shit ton of expensive suits that now I need to alter or I need, can't even alter because I've lost so much weight. Like it's a real thing, right? The size of people's shoes are changing. Like everything changes, right? It's a real thing. So we're going to have Tanya come on and chat about that. Uh, I was I was 280 pounds once, then all the way to 134, now 170. I have never stayed at the same weight my whole life. My body isn't like that and I just need to work always at it. Some people do whatever the hell they want and stay the same. I'm learning this is who I am and eating healthier is better than anything. Then if I want those other things, I have to be okay with the scale going up and knowing to get right back to proper eating, it will come off again. It has been my whole 48 years of my life learning just now. I'm so happy for that. Thank you for this, Gina. You have no idea. Okay. I can't let you say this. I love your mentality of accepting, but that is fucking bullshit. That is bull fucking shit. Um, where do I start? I love you. I love this. I love you putting this out there. I love that you've embraced where you are at, but I am not letting you live the rest of your life thinking this. I'm not. You. It's those other diets that you did. You didn't fail those other diets. You weren't not able to maintain your weight. This is not how your body is. It is the result of diets that you have done, right? When you force and you force your body, like you starve and deprive your body to force your body to burn fat, you will lose that weight, but you are also simultaneously reinforcing that weight. And every time you do that, it reinforces your set point, which is the amount of weight your body feels like it needs to store. And then therefore, adjust every, doubles down on adjusting everything around that to make sure that you stay at that number, right? And so this is why dieting is so hard. And I, when, we, when I was at the Canadian Obesity Summit, they kept talking about the way your body's wired to get stuck on that, 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 um, that primal instinctiveness, and it's so hard to break. And, and, you know, I'd listen to these experts talk about, oh, people are just doomed to gain it back. I'm like, are they though? Is it not possible to change? And they're like, oh, yeah, you can change it. It just takes a lot of work. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, it takes work, it takes time, but it's possible. Like, it pissed me off. I just, I I had to get up and leave some of those some of those lectures because the 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 experts were such a downer and they kept like doubling down on their never you're never gonna this and you're never gonna that yes you can do it it's just that every you can't do it by a quick fix you know anyway I feel a lot about this because so the reason why you lose the weight and you feel like uncontrollably you gain that weight back just by looking at a piece of fruit looking at a piece of bread looking at a pizza is because your everything in your whole body is wired to now that you're not starving and deprived look at that food take that food remember what I was talking about your body learns what it's and with insulin messages what it's going to do with the foods that you're eating and so your body has learned that after you are starved and deprived it's going to take all the food that you're eating even if you just ate salads and fruits and healthy foods and store it all back as fat so it's not just your food choices at this point. You have no choice. Your body is wired to gain all of that weight back, which is why you perceive that you're always gaining weight and you have to like control or manage your weight and your choices. So that is a result of the diets that you've done, right? It's, 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 
it's like you've never stayed at the same weight my whole life. My body isn't like that. It, I just need to work always at it. Some people will do whatever they want and stay the same. Okay, so the people who do whatever they want and stay the same is because they have high metabolisms and their body has no need to store fat. You see those people who are all like, um, oh my God, they can eat whatever they want, never gain weight because they the chances are never starved and deprived themselves. Their metabolism is nice and high. People would say this to me all the time. How can you just eat whatever you want and, and never gain weight? I'm like, it's because I get, eat whatever I, because I give my body, because I eat. I don't starve myself all day long. I take time to eat. My body has no need to store fat because I'm constantly giving it what it needs. And so again, your body's not instinctually wired to want to gain weight, right? So, so this can become a really deep belief that this is just how my body is. My body is just constantly trying to make me fat no matter what I do. So there's that. So the way that you are losing weight, you are increasing your metabolism, you are addressing your body's needs, you are giving your body what it needs to release fat in a healthy way. So it's going to be different. It's going to be different. The other thing too is to recognize it is so is is the managing of when you do indulge, right? So the problem is you would indulge and then starve and deprive yourself to try to like offset indulging or you would indulge, not you, I'm talking general, everybody, um, people indulge and then they, they, they exercise it off, right? Which is, which is not, not what you want to do. You want to indulge and then get back to normal eating because your body's not inclined to store that fat. It's not trying to store any fat. So it's just going to release the backlog of foods and that's it. And so with that, the scale really fluctuates a lot. And this is what we know in maintenance. So my my weight will go anywhere from 119 to 130, 130 plus. I've been at the higher range of that weight the last year because I've been under an, an enormous amount of stress. But in my 30 years, I would, since losing my 35, 40, Six, I don't know how fucking old I am, whatever. The year keeps changing on me. Um, your weight, your set point is a range of about 10 pounds. And no one talks about that. People think you reach your goal weight and you stay at that weight. Your, your, your set point is really a range of 10 pounds. And so people will lose their weight and then be in maintenance and then their weight will fluctuate. Maybe sometimes you'll be, you know, like obviously there's normal fluctuations, salty food, drinking, bad night to sleep, working out, whatever. But there is that kind of range. In more stressful times in your life, you'll be at a higher range and then, you know, you'll drop down in a lower range or whatever. So it's so normal for your weight to fluctuate. So people will see their weight go up and they'll start to panic and then realize it'll come right back down. And that's the technique we're gonna teach you called back on track. So back on track is gonna be your back pocket technique that when you do indulge, there's gonna be like, okay, I'm now I'm going to do this and that's going to help my body recover from all of that. So I know that's kind of what you're saying. You're gonna, you're learning the tools to manage, but that's not how your body is. Your body is wired to a certain set point. Your body is wired to thinking it needs to act a certain way, protect you in a certain way, store a certain amount of fat, whatever, but you are making a big change to that. And you'll get to a point where you reach your goal and you're going to find it easy to maintain. Now your weight's still going to fluctuate within that 10 pound range, but you're going to know exactly what you need to do. And I know that's what you're what you're saying, but I just want to I just want to reinforce that to you. Your body is on your side. It doesn't want the fat. The way that you lost the weight was the way that you were told to lose the weight before. You did not fail by gaining that weight back. You were always going to gain that weight back based on the diets that you've done. Those diets have failed you. So I just want to add. I, I just want to add that to your mindset to deepen that belief even further that it's not going to be the same thing this time around. Now, sometimes people will lose weight on the program and then life gets in the way. Their stress levels go back up. They stop being mindful. They stop being in tune to their body's needs. So it can take a while to really, really kind of reset that mindset. It's one thing to reset the body physically. It's another to reset the mind, right? And that could be the part two that you need to bring together with the physical stuff that you're doing is that mental part of it, right? Like that not punishing yourself when you do indulge, you know, not falling back into old habits, continuing to reinforce and be in tune to your body's needs and what and whatnot. So I love that. That's a whole vibe. That's a whole vibe. 48 years of my life learning. Like that's, that's the thing, right? 48 years, your body learned to function this way. And now you're rewiring that physically and mentally to be wired a whole different way. And all of the hard work that you're putting into the process is going to add up. Because the thing is, that may seem really hard, right? Oh, I'm fighting against 48 years. Yes, but 48 years fighting against your body 
And now you're putting time into working with your body. And that's the difference. Your body wants this. Your body wants to be in tune. Your body doesn't want to store the fat. That doesn't want to feel like it's a protective survival mode, right? That That's what all of these um, obesity experts t- kept talking about. Bodies in survival mode. Body, bodies in survival mode. Bodies in survival mode. Yes, our bodies are in survival mode because we starve them and deprive them for fucking years. That's why. But you're, the neuroplasticity in your brain, and Dr. Beverly talks about this, can be rewired. And that rewires how your body comes to function too, which is really fucking cool. So um, I love this for you. I love this for you. I love this for you. You have no idea how much I love this for you. Okay, I got to go, you guys. Um, I got to go pick up my kid. He's at the dentist and I got a meeting. Um, I love our conversations. You guys are, it's a whole vibe in here today. There's so many amazing comments. Um, You know, if you are just kind of tuning in, uh, or you're just listening by way of podcast as so many people are and you have access to the Facebook support group and haven't been coming in here, read the comments, man. There's so many good tidbits and takeaways in the comments section. People sharing their non-scale victories, people sharing their their scale victories, people supporting people, people sharing feels. Honestly, so if you're out there in podcast land and following along and you know not in the Facebook support group, it is not too late to get your ass in the Facebook support group if you've signed up for the program and start being part of our community. I know there's so many people out there listening. You guys don't say a word. Um, it's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe. I highly suggest you do that. Um, it's Friday. I got... I I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Honestly, I hope that you are not stressed out about weekends at this point. Um, So word of advice, holiday season is upon us, right? Take a look at those social calendars. And I know you guys got some busy times coming up. If this is your down weekend, dig in, right? You got to build that momentum where you can build it so you can leave wiggle room for those times you're going to know you want to indulge. So take it not just the next three weeks of the program. Take a look like the next however many weeks till we have to the new year, right through the holiday season and make a plan for yourself, make a plan for yourself, right? You're going to, this extent, your weight loss journey extends beyond when the program comes to an end. Uh, We are also working on a a group, um, a kind of a bridging the gap kind of, so we do these groups called bridging the gap. Uh, For example, in the summertime, if you're in the spring group, we do a bridging the gap group to take you to the fall group, which is kind of like a group where our team is there to answer questions. We're working on one for for the Christmas holidays where we can also give our team a break. So we're going to run like a two week kind of group, um, a kind of, I don't know, a holiday hangover group or something. I don't know what we're going to call it. Um, But we are going to we're working on a group. We're going to extend the time through the holidays where we can continue to offer you guys support. So if you're worried about the holiday season, we got you. We're working on putting something together for everybody in the fall group um, who can get a little extra support over the holidays because we honestly we want you to be successful we want you to be successful we want you to feel supported we know so many of you are worried about the holidays so we want to be there and help you support you so that is coming down the pipeline for those of you if you're concerned about that we got you we're working on something for that okay gotta go everyone have an amazing day have an amazing weekend if didn't get your question holiday hangover yeah hi carol (laughs) if you got a good name let us know it's like going to be a two-week group kind of get you guys through that holiday season or the holiday season leading up to the holiday season then we're all going to take some time off and then regroup in january so got any uh, ideas for a fun name let us know um i gotta go now i'm real now i'm procrastinating i gotta go my son's gonna i'm gonna be late and then he's gonna be upset and feel like i'm neglecting him or something i don't know gotta go bye everyone have a great day bye planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.